Hi friend, my name is Amy Joy and this is the Make Per Beautiful podcast. So one of the slightly surprising things for me was that my husband came to Workplace Per Live and he is an engineer and he has a lot of faith. I think this is one of the gifts that he carries, but although he does hear from the Lord, I would not say that he's comfortable with some of the more either charismatic elements or the more mystical elements. He's really a pretty, he's just kind of a practical minded person. And so I suspect, although I didn't ask him about it, that when he came to Workplace Pair Live, he was kind of like, how is this going to (laughs) work? Am I going to have anybody to talk to over this amount of time? And so I thought it was truly lovely, first of all, that people who are in my world were so excited to meet him. You know, like, oh, we've heard about you. <laughs> so I suspect that it was very lovely for his ego to feel like, oh, oh, oh people know about me. <laughs> so there is that aspect. But I think there is also a part of being able to say, you know, other people who are in this room understand what it's like to try to hire people who are not the most lovable. I mean, in his tree service business, I think at different times they've tried to hire people who are either on drugs currently or were previously, they have tried to hire uh, people who were homeless. And part of that is to say, you know, if you're, (laughs) there's a scriptural principle, like if somebody comes and asks you, for bread, will you give him a stone? I think, you know, if somebody comes and asks for a job and you have an opening, I guess their, their philosophy is probably a little more like we're willing to try them out, even if that might not be the easiest option or if this employee is the easiest choice. And so I, I honor that faithfulness, even while I'm like, Oh my goodness, I could not do it. So that's, it's precious, but I think it was beautiful and helpful for my husband to feel like, oh, these people actually do understand some of the challenges associated with having a business that is, um, run by, or like that has just harder people to hire. That's, it's helpful. Um, I think it was also helpful to have people who have walked the road of starting a business and, just the challenges of meeting payroll, the the walk of faith that that in itself could be. So at one point during his talk, Paul Van Hosen came and said, oh, what, uh, Amy and Phil, can you come up? And I had no idea what was going to (laughs) happen. And so Paul said, what has been the hardest moment in your uh, business or starting a business journey so far? And I was kind of vaguely curious what Phil would say. I truly had no concept what it might be. You know, was it the time that it was really hard to meet payroll or what's going to be the words that come out of Phil's mouth? And as soon as he started talking, I was like, oh my goodness, we're sharing this one publicly. Okay. So it wasn't about his tree service business. It was about his engineering farm. And so back in 2006, he had hung out his own shingle after being with an established engineering firm for the last, I guess, 11 years, I think, at that point. And he was a a very good engineer, I think probably still is, but uh, there was a season where he had 
a particular client that would fly him around the country in order to do pre-purchase inspections for uh, sky rises. And so if you think about a home inspection company, you'll get your home inspector who will come out and check the HVAC. And I mean, they'll just kind of check over the different things and that will be, um, that's good. You know, it's, it's fine. And, um, in this case though, uh, when you have a sky rise, there's a few additional systems that need to be, um, examined. <laughs> uh, things like the elevator system, or um, there's something like, uh, what would be another example? Um, the, uh, like in this case, the facade, you know, if you have a normal house, you just um, have the, you, somebody could just walk by and see it. But in the case of uh a sky rise, how do you examine the facade? You probably need somebody to repel the building or set up um, scaffolding, which depending on how tall the building is, that may or may not be practical. So in this case, my husband was one of the building repellers. And so he could do the ropes and everything. It was very safe. And so he would repel buildings. And what that meant was we would buy the plane tickets for him to go throughout the country and we would, you know, get the hotel rooms and everything else. So he was waiting on payment, like $40,000 worth, because not only had he, we had outlaid all of this money out of our own pockets, but then he had also worked for them a lot and needed to be paid. And he would call, you know, like, Hey, when is my pay coming? And they would always say something like, oh, well, we're, we're going to get to it soon. And finally, it was like our credit card is coming and we have worked through all of our savings. There actually is none left. Like we will not pay this credit card bill. And I had read enough George Mueller stories that I was kind of like, I'm just not worried about it. Like we've never failed before. This is not going to be a problem. We're going to be fine. And so... He called and said, okay, George, I actually do need my money now. And George was like, the check is in the mail. And I was like, oh, he's never said that before. Like, how lovely is this? And Phil and I have slightly different understandings or remembrances of how this happened. So I'm going to share my story because this is how I remember it. But it could be that in his mind, there's like a FedEx delivery guy and a DHL delivery guy. Whereas in my mind, there was a UPS, I mean, a a post office and then a FedEx delivery. So slightly divergent in the details, but the events of the day remain the same. So, oops. Um, So in this situation, we had a, uh, we were getting the mail and it was right before Labor Day weekend. And we needed to drop the check off before we headed out of town on our church's Labor Day camp out. So it was a Friday. We were going to be out of town and the check needed to come that day so that everything could get paid correctly. And the postman came really early that day because I think he was probably highly motivated to get out of town himself. And there wasn't a check in the mail. And I lost it. Like that rotten George, he's a liar. Why did he say that the check was in the mail when it clearly wasn't? And I mean, in truth, I was beside myself. I, there is this phrase called keening and wailing that happens when let's say a mother has lost a child. And that was the, that was the sound that was coming out of me, keening and wailing. I was 
beside myself. And it wasn't because I thought, I mean, we weren't going to lose our house, you know, in on the one hand, it's like, okay, well, nobody wants to pay the interest rates that the credit card companies charge, but it wasn't a huge deal on the one hand. But for me, because I fully expected the Lord to provide, like I didn't even have a grid for him not providing. And so I, it felt more like the Lord has actually just let me down and I wasn't prepared for that. And I don't remember what my husband did, (laughs) but I truly, I just remember like screaming as I ran through the house. Like, and so about 30 minutes later, we get a knock on the door and there's the FedEx man with the check, which clearly when George had said the check is in the mail, he was lying because it was actually overnighted and he had said that several days before. But in any case, the check had actually arrived before we left town and if the post office person had not been highly motivated to deliver the mail early that day because of the weekend, it would not even have been an issue ever because the FedEx man normally came before the postman. And so then it, I will just say in a situation like that, the despair is so deep that it almost can't just be erased from, oh yeah, and the personal sense of failure for failing to believe that the Lord had it covered or that, that stuck with me in some ways far longer, but this absolutely would be kind of like the nadir, the lowest point of, um, my time in wrestling through what, um, the Lord is, what the Lord was doing in, in the realm of business. And so I appreciated what Paul Van Hosen said though, which was basically like, this is actually just the journey of faith that we're on and the Lord teaches us. And so we continue to learn about what he's teaching. So yeah, Lord, I just am asking for anyone who might be wrestling with the journey of faith. (laughs) It's not easy, Lord. So I pray for grace on the journey for the places where there maybe was some failure like me. I pray that there would be healing balm poured out in those places. Thank you, Lord. Amen.